<laughs> Welcome back to Gap Street. Welcome back to Argument Avenue. Fucked hard fairway. That's exactly what we are. How are you guys doing? I'm tired. We saw Endgame last night. Yeah, I'm sick. Yeah. Uh, I'm and, here. We yeah. got Zay Kurtos back. <laughs> Zay Kurtos here. Yeah. Uh, he, he's on. We, we announced last episode. We were all like, hey. Or not last episode, but was that last episode? Uh, I don't remember. Anyway, at some point we mentioned, hey, this dude's going to be with us now. And you, all of you were like, okay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that's yeah. cool. And it's like, you're real like... <laughs> It's, I know that your name is Aaron. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. like, it feels more natural for me to call you Zay. That's cool. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> Which is, it's just, it's interesting. I need to start getting that name out there because that's going to be my artist name. There you go. Okay, cool. Uh, well, along with that, I'm Cordonic. So, I'm uh, Parzavile. You were a Parzavile. Parzy. Parzy. One of the old also, gods. One of the old gods. It's true. Yes. What a great Par- collective. I have, I had a, a, a Discord set up because Parzavile was, like, it's my YouTube channel, like, my personal one that I use, and I had, like, that's also my Twitch name and everything, and so I had a Discord server set up as Parzavillianism, as I was, like, <laughs> creating some kind of, like, cult. <laughs> that's good. Um, for yeah. a while. But, yeah. Corey and I, we saw Endgame yesterday. We saw Endgame at 11 p.m., and it got really done at 2.01 a.m. because it's three hours and one minute long. Holy shit. Yeah. I am so tired. Damn. Yeah. You haven't. You so, so you've seen Aaron. You've seen. I've seen everything except for this movie. Have you seen? I haven't. Spoiler I talk. Let's do it. No, I'm just no, kidding. Not, no, no spoiler talk. Um, I didn't see Captain Marvel, but I feel like I didn't see it. It was one of those movies where I feel like I didn't really need to see it to understand, like who this character was and what Wait, she was doing. Wait, hold on. Maybe movie. maybe I'm wrong. I don't think I've seen Captain Marvel either. Is, did that? Come but out before? It came out yes. like two months ago, like a month ago. Oh, yeah, pretty shit. Recently. No, okay, so I, I have not. The last one I saw was where Thanos fucking... Yeah, that was Infinity, that was Infinity War. That was the Avengers movie that came out yeah. last year. Yeah. Yeah, that was um, the last I saw. Okay. Um, you know what I haven't seen in hmm. the Marvel Universe? I have not seen Spider-Man Homecoming. You haven't? I never saw that. I mean... I heard it was like a good movie, but it wasn't necessary. Yeah, it's like Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Like, it really... I never saw that either, actually. <laughs> yeah, see? Like, I saw, I saw like, honestly, parts of it. It's a good movie yeah. in terms of, like, making... Like, you don't need to watch it to understand what these how what kind of impact these characters have in this universe. Yeah. Um, because, like, you find out in the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie that Star-Lord actually has, like, superpowers. And he, do, he realizes it in that movie, and then he gets a spoiler alert for this, like, two, three-year-old movie now. Does it matter at this point? I don't think it does. It's, it's been, it was on Netflix. If you guys, I mean, whatever. I'm, so he, he, like, loses his powers at the end. So it, like, really makes what no the, fucking difference <laughs> at the end. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well. But yeah, like, Spider-Man Homecoming and Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and pretty much... All the Thor movies, <laughs> okay, um, or at least like Ragnarok was good. Ragnarok, I like that. It's, it establishes yeah. some stuff too. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it helped establish like, okay, here's where Hulk was during, like, what Hulk and uh, Thor were doing during the whole Civil War ordeal. Exactly. I think Ragnarok was one of the better Marvel movies we've gotten in a while. I agree. I thought it was good. I don't understand the whole idea of like advertising it as this weird. 80s neon did you know because they had like this weird like i didn't see the advertising campaign or anything, they had this but... whole like 80s retro vibe going for it yeah. but it was like for a thor movie it was weird because thor it's like it's norse mythology yeah but it's also like but it's like okay so they're aliens instead of 
like <laughs> gods and shit. But and and then fucking uh, my fucking uh, but yeah, uh, it, this what's one's... his name from from Jurassic Park? Chris Pratt. No, 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 no. That's Jurassic World. Oh fuck me. Fuck Jurassic um, World. Uh, Jeff um, Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, that he's also part of that movie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's. it's I feel like the role. first couple Thor movies, I mean, they're they're still kind of like, all the Marvel movies are essentially sci-fi, but yeah, there's there's more mythology behind the Thor movies, except the third one seems like it was a lot more sci-fi, which was it was just weird. It didn't feel like a Thor movie, yeah, which I thought was weird. But I do believe. We have some exciting news to bring up that we also talked about before, but I'd like to reiterate once again. Uh, voting for the Columbus Podcast Awards begins to the general public on May 1st, 2019. Vote for us. May 1st. Vote for us, please. Get your friends to do it. Get your mother to do it. Get your dog get to your do it. Get your mother's mothers. Get the rats in your basement to do it. Get the get the police in your neighborhood to do it. Absolutely. Get your side check to do it. Get your drug <laughs> dealers in your neighborhood to do it. Uh, <laughs> get the president of the chess I club. We, <laughs> I think we've made to our do point. It. Everybody. Yeah, go vote for us because it's be, it'd be cool. Yeah. This, is, this is the first annual, so it's you know kind of small, but you know first annual. At least we can. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we we have officially been nominated, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool. So we are part of that event. And if you would like to be at that event physically in the flesh, uh, it is happening on August 25th at the Gateway Film Center. And admission is free as long as you reserve your space right beforehand. If you go on their website, it just says, get your tickets now, reserve your spots. Space is limited, it says. So I would get on that as soon as humanly possible. But... Uh, we are going to have another episode coming out on May 1st when it comes out, because that is a Wednesday. So, uh, fucking smash that like button, dude. Smash that motherfucker. I hate saying that. I should never say <laughs> that. Funny. I don't know why I keep saying that. <laughs> smash that vote button, man. Just All right. Vote for the Bab Street. We got yeah. another message. We also do have a sponsor. We got a sponsor message, as, yes. as per usual. This episode of the Fucktard Fairway <laughs> is sponsored by the Green Room. Green Room is a uh, is a startup shop that has so graciously offered to sponsor this podcast in order for us to get their name out there. So graciously, they uh, will be open close to the cl- uh, near near the end of 2019. Uh, they will feature products from T-shirts to tobacco products that I'm aware of. Caffeine vapes. Uh, caffeine. I'll get into that. A caffeine vapes. Melatonin vapes. Um, but health they, vapes. Health vapes. Uh, I don't know about that. But they will be featuring a lot of cool stuff, similar to a Spencer's or a Waterbeds and stuff, if you've ever been to one of those shops. Uh, make sure that you tune in more to the Gab Street Podcast to hear more about the Green Room and when you can visit one of these shops. Thank you again, Green Room, for sponsoring this episode. And let's talk about... When Corey mentioned these caffeine vapes, so, vitamin water vapes. No, okay. So at my, at my job, we've started selling <laughs> these little non-nicotine vaporizers that you can get them in caffeine and melatonin. So I, some to wake you up, some to put you to sleep. Yes, but here's the thing though: it's in micrograms, which is less than milligrams. So it's like 
Yeah, that's, I think the, the caffeine one has 160 micrograms, which is like nothing. That sounds more novelty than it pretty yeah. much is. It's I've I've tried the caffeine one. It's like you're vaping an energy drink. <laughs> to be honest, like, dude, and, honestly, I want to try that. I'm I don't have it. In, I have my melatonin one with me. So unless you're feeling no, thank you, but I'm going to come by your workplace <laughs> and purchase some of these. I don't caffeine. Here's the thing. Bills. I don't know if we still. I don't. I think we might have run out of stock. We ran out of them pretty quickly. I'm surprised they aren't measuring vapes and Instagrams now. <laughs> that sounds more like it. Yeah. But like most of the employees were the ones that bought them, like, which is funny. But yeah, I think I got Corey. I got you so hard yesterday. <laughs> we were walking out of the movie theater. So we, we, we you went, turned to me and smoke just fucking falls out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm like, you didn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, because we, we walked out of Endgame and I just take a puff and I just blow it towards Corey. And the face that he had was like he looked like he it was like a combination of like I'm disappointed in my son because he has wronged me and I just shit my pants like all within the same look and cause like I was it was we were, raining nobody could yeah, tell we were with our buddy Mike who we had on the second episode he, we, he was with us and he was trying to casually drop hints at you earlier I don't know if you noticed in the movie theater when he was like Gage you got the dab I was wondering what that meant. <laughs> I had no idea what that we try, was. We were trying to get, originally the plan was, and when we called you earlier to see where you were and Mike was super giggly on the phone. Yeah, I was wondering The why. original plan was to trick you into thinking that I had bought a dab pen. Oh God. And we were just fuck with you. But we, we were, I was going to hit it walking up to the theater, but you had already walked inside and I didn't want to hit, I didn't want to hit the vape inside of there. So <laughs> we were just like, fuck it. We'll mess with them on the way out. So I hit it. And, uh, but then, like, we couldn't act like we were high, otherwise it would just kind of, you know, it was just too much at that you point. You got me good, dude. Well, yeah. Honestly, and you I was got like, me. No, it's, it's literally just caffeine and a fucking orange juice stick. If, if the audience does not know, I am very much the goody two-shoes of this team here. Very much. I always have been, kind of, I'm kind of like, not... Not like moral police or anything, but you know, I, I don't do any substances whatsoever. I don't, I don't drink. I don't smoke. So uh, just the occasional black tar heroin, you know, just the usual stuff. You know, dude, just people that everything in moderation, Gage. Right? Come on, yeah. why do you keep giving me shit about that? Jesus, it's just heroin. Come on, we make these jokes, but our town actually has a fucking it, problem. It's, with this it's true. <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry, Columbus. Oh uh, yeah, I've wronged you. Oh jeez, it honestly does, dude. Like. If you ever go, like, to the south side, you see some crazy shit. Our, uh, my old neighbor, her friend, like, overdosed. Like, I was just, like, well, I lived, like, right outside of what's considered the golden ghetto. Because, like, even though mm -hmm. we live in a relatively nice area, there's still kind of, like, the area that's considered nice, but not nearly as nice as some areas. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking um, about. Like, it was okay, but, yeah, there was just one day, it was, like, one evening, um, I was, it was night, and... We see the uh, ambulance sirens going off, and I walk outside, and my buddy Alex, who lived across the street, was like, "Yeah, apparently the neighbor's friend just had an overdose on heroin." Hmm. Um, I don't whether or not I don't know. And this is like a middle school girl too, which is crazy. What the school. hell? Yeah, this was Damn. like a girl that was in like in like late middle school, I think. Um, yeah, I she mean, was like middle school's middle school. Yeah, I don't know, man. But that's crazy. Yeah, this is like some little girl. Damn, I don't girl. know. It was, like, unspecified whether or not she was dead or not. I think they used, like, Narcan or what? Is that what it's called, Narcan? I think so. Something to, like, like that. Yeah. To reverse the effects on her or something like that. But So who yeah. sold that to her? Yeah. Like, honestly. 
I mean, who, who would sell to somebody of, that young? A lot of assholes around here will do anything to make a quick buck. Yeah, if honestly. it means literally selling heroin to children. I think True. a lot of the people that are in that game are addicted themselves. True. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, they'll do anything they can to get more of it too. Yeah, I used to know this kid in high school who was um, an opiate addict, and he would. He told me that he got into it because he was at this guy's house one day, and the guy was like, "Hey, try this. It's mm-hmm. free." And he did, and he's been hooked ever since. And yeah. he told me his life had literally devolved into just like figure out how how am I gonna get my thirty bucks to get my fix today. After one time, dude. Yeah. Not even. I love those not even once weed those weed skits that people do, where it's like, <laughs> have you seen the one where it's uh, the guy he's just like hitting a bong on his couch, and his friend just comes in and starts giving him shit, and he just shoots him. He's like. Another drug using criminal off the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I like the one, it's just a meme where it's, it's like, this is Jimmy. He's class president. Then he drank one weed and look at him now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, just shows like the shitty zombie CGI. I yeah. love it. It's funny. Dude, you can't forget the classic, uh, this is your brain. This is this your, is brain, your on brain, brain on drugs. This is your egg. This is your pan on egg. <laughs> <laughs> um, this yeah. just goes to show that deviled eggs come from drugs. You see that JonTron video where he reviews all the old, those old school yes. drug PSA videos? I have seen that. God, that's probably my favorite video. It's good. I'm gonna one quick message, one another one. Got a lot of messages. The music that we're using in this episode between topics was done by Full Send. They're a Columbus artist. You can find them at Full Send Band on Instagram or just Full Send on SoundCloud. And their picture is a cartoon monkey because their latest or I don't know if it's their latest, but one of their recent projects is called Monkey Funks. So, uh, pretty dope stuff. So if you like that, go ahead and check them out. I on actually those handles. did find their music yeah. a while back, and it's fucking good. Man. It is good. Yeah, I yeah. love their stuff. Yeah, we don't we don't just do hip hop here. We're not. That's not all we're about. We go to, we, we go to other it. genres. We're we're we're, try, we're diverse. Exactly. We're trying to find. The best of the best from everywhere, and yes. that's what we plan to do. So, that, that's that's what I look for. Mm-hmm. At least, uh, let's talk about guest selection. Do yeah. you want to talk about that? We can. It's we. So the way we decide whether or not we're going to have a guest on is typically it's so. T- oftentimes, it's somebody that we already know. Yep. At least as as of right now, it's yep. been people that we've met or know that work or have experience in a field that we personally find interesting and think that our audience would find interesting. Yeah. We had... Our first guest was Mike. We had him on because we know that he had some, uh, like, serious experience when it comes to mental health and how all that stuff works. Yeah. So we figured, you know, this is a serious topic. We should have him on to talk about it. And if you listen to the episode, we all know how how deep that went. Uh, Mike actually recently... Uh, presented his his whole he the had a whole capstone, capstone presentation based around the his, episode. Yeah, where he yeah, yeah. he he didn't talk about the episode. Like, he pretty much 
talked about the same stuff that he talked about on the episode. Okay. And he went through, he talked about, this is where he, I helped him out a little bit with this, where we, uh, he went over to the local middle school and talked to the staff about his experience, what he personally went through, some things to look in, and I was there to help him because he wanted it to be filmed just in case because originally he wanted, I believe he wanted to speak to the kids there, but they were like, well, I think we should talk to, you should talk to the staff and then go from there. Um, but he didn't know if the kids were going to get a chance to see it or if the teachers were going to show them, so he had me there to help film the uh, interaction with the teachers. And so it, it pretty much, he went through a similar ordeal. It was a little bit shorter, but he pretty much talked about the same thing that he talked about in like every, episode two. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's every time it it fucking hits me, man. Yeah, like it's just, it's crazy, but it's it, it was hard for me to listen to that episode after I edited it. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, that's tough. And thank you to those of you who have reached out out to us after listening to that episode uh, and telling us how much you you enjoyed it. Now, how much <clears throat> I guess enjoy might be the wrong word, but I mean it took in the value of what he was saying, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, and told us how much that meant to you. I don't think we that. can thank Mike enough for coming on and of course telling and sharing that story. Cause Always. we all know it's not easy expressing that kind of stuff. Considering the power that messages like that have. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we've had quite a few people reach out to us since that episode's release. Um, thanking us showing, like mentioning how it was like really, palsy of him and us to do an episode like that yeah um at some i it's interesting how that episode is completely different than the other episodes that we've done before yeah or done after it um most of our episodes are relatively pretty upbeat and informational and i mean this one was informational too but it didn't get nearly on it wasn't i don't think it its tone touches anything else that we've done yeah I'd, at some point, I think I'd like to kind of go back to that a little bit, not necessarily to make that, like, a consistent thing, but, sure. like, you know, to talk about other real problems that exist in the world and, like, kind of really go deep and just have a serious conversation in a while, which I think is important because, like, you know, we we try to – we joke around a lot on here, but I think it's also important to, you know – mention the serious stuff that's out there yeah since that episode one of the biggest problems we've talked about is uh the fact that there is a cucumber vape flavor so uh you know yeah we, we <laughs> could we could use some uh <laughs> some some better stuff that's cool so w- when we talk about uh guest selection and stuff and yeah. having people on uh zay i met you on reddit yeah a while yeah. ago and reddit brings people together it's true and, and apart. tears relationships apart. Both do the <laughs> both do both. I think it's Reddit is also antisocial social I mean, club. If I met you on Reddit, Corey, I would not have hit you up in real life. I would have stayed the fuck away. From you. <laughs> that hits hard, babe. Am I about to cry on camera? No, I'm just <laughs> on camera, dude. Where are the cameras? Where are the cameras? We gotta do it soon. We gotta. We'll do a video up soon. soon. It's just our. The space that we record in is pretty tight, and our, the equipment that we have is, yeah, yeah. Plus, uh, the last time we did when we did the Outage Couch podcast, syncing video and audio and post was a bitch and a half because the computer couldn't handle an hour of 1080p footage. Damn, it couldn't live render 1080p footage and audio at the same time, so it was a 
bitch and a half to get it synced up and that sucks dude yeah yeah because our computers aren't power weren't powerful enough to do either of that so yeah we did on my laptop and we made one fatal mistake and this is why the episode is unlistenable we put in two audio capture things on obs yeah and so it's completely echoed the entire episode and i we none of us realized that during the actual recording which is why you're wearing headphones right now like that's yeah what we should be doing Uh, we learn from our mistakes we want to get a better we have a interface that we can use the point is just we don't have good microphones to hook up directly to it yet yeah so right now we're just using a usb yeti mic which so far so good but we want to definitely up production value a little bit yeah be expecting a jump in audio quality uh, from what we have right now here pretty soon in the next few months hopefully so that'll be an exciting development there So I went to an event recently. You did go to an event recently. I did. And I posted on the Gab Street story uh, a little bit. But Columbus Idea Foundry had hosted an event by TEDx Columbus, which I've been to TEDx Columbus a few times now. That's how I know about Dante, or I guess from episode nine. And they had an event there where they had three speakers and they, they had the red dot and all that too, but... It wasn't a giant stage environment. It was a small, personal, like like we had a meet and greet right beforehand with everybody there, and we just kind of played this bingo game on a piece of paper that had a bunch of stuff about uh, people's educational background. Mm-hmm. So one of them was like, uh, "Somebody can sign this box for you if." they went to a college that had more than 50k people or something like that like that that's an example mm-hmm. and uh, i met some pretty cool people there plugged the podcast a little bit got got a few listeners hopefully uh then we went out to oh uh shout out to stoff's coffee because they had some pretty kick-ass stuff right there but anyway sponsor us uh we we your money and give us your coffee exactly i don't know if stoff's needs promotion but whatever i'll promote him anyway Dude, everybody needs promotion true that true that i think the only person that doesn't need promotion is like jesus yeah <laughs> but they still promote him they still promote him <laughs> obviously he needs it so. speaking of jesus today's uh well it'll this episode will go up on a wednesday but today today <laughs> is a sunday and it's orthodox easter is it For really all you orthodox Oh, people out there! Fun, fact. happy Easter! Happy Easter! Happy Easter! Happy Egg Day! And apparently, there's another Easter Monday is tomorrow for, I don't know if that's associated what? with some other form. Why are there two of them? There's Why is there three sequel? of them now? Why? Because there's there's the I think the Catholic mm. one. No, I mean like it's Sunday and Monday. Like what's oh back to back? Yeah. Like, what is it like Easter and then like Easter this, two? Maybe it's like the same reason why the... Hanukkah has eight days. Like, fair enough. Yeah. I know it's nothing, like the Die Hard series. I know absolutely nothing not about hard. how any of this shit Fast started or how it works. Yeah. So, dude, take what I say with a grain of salt. One second <sighs> Christmas. Second Christmas. Yeah, second Christmas. I don't know. I feel like there should be multiple. Well, they have like Christmas in summer or Christmas whatever. Christmas in like, July. Christmas in July. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. I think that's just some. I got totally off topic <laughs> from what <laughs> I was talking about. 
TEDx Salon. TEDx Salon. Was really cool. It was at Columbus Idea Foundry. Shout out Idea Foundry. I'm planning on going there a lot this summer. You might see me if you go there. But uh, TEDx Salon was really cool. It was about education. There were three speakers. One of them went to Australia. One of them teaches at OSU. And one of them teaches middle school, I believe. And they're all talking about the future of education. And, uh, you know, that, that was great to sit through when I'm about to leave the public education system. It's great. Mm-hmm. Love that. Uh, well, now you're going to go into private education. It's, it's true. Yeah. Money, Money. Going into school. Exactly. So that you can do nothing with the, your degree. Like 50% of the people in this country. Yes. So excited to take advantage of scams. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to... So, so Zay, let's let's talk about let's brainstorm live, yeah, on the air. Okay. Our project, what we're gonna do? Yeah, Zay, why the fuck are you here? <laughs> dude, I don't know. Corey just. <laughs> I, it's like, dude, this fucker dragged me here. I was on the street, like I just don't know, like. I know I'm in this house. They promised me some Gab Street stickers. So I was like, <laughs> all right. They promised me some some monster, and we yeah. we got it, but. I don't know what I want to do yet. I want to do something music-related. I was thinking something having to do with music videos. Hell yeah. Of some kind. You know the music, I know the movies. <clears throat> exactly. Let's make a baby. Yes. I, you know, we don't have to put that in there. That's, I actually have okay. some shit that uh, I've been cooking up. Do you? Which I'll show you guys Music-wise? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. After we're done with this, but, uh, bro. I'm on, like, I'm about to... to get to that, that next level. Are you? This song I've made that I'm working on this is the first song I've ever made from scratch. Hell yeah. So, like... As in no samples or anything? No Just samples. Like, I made really? the whole instrumental by myself. I wrote the lyrics. I recorded everything. Original content. Yeah, That's yeah. what we need more of. 2019. OC. 2019. OC. I'm learning how to make some fire beats, all right? This is beautiful. Yes. I'm excited. And I'm working on an aesthetic... Music videos, visuals on the way. Hopefully I can get on stage by the end of the year. That's a goal of mine. Yeah, that'd be dope. Come, come, uh, check out... Just come. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Check out my fucking uh, Zay Crypto's (laughs) Instagram account. I'm so tired. Oh yeah, I'm doing terribly on this episode. I'm actually on social Uh, media now, believe it or not. Yes. I've got my whole fucking life rejecting social media and now and turns now you're out succumbing to conformity turns Love out them. i'm gonna have to <laughs> learn how to do this shit yeah and i'm gonna have I'm to be one. i'm gonna Let's have to be it. one of those people that like cares about their likes and shit like it's gonna be great I, well you don't i it's just I think about that sometimes we're just in a society like we live in a society we live in a society, we live in a society. <laughs> god. god um but it's kind of if you want to grow and if you want to grow quickly your best bet is to go through social media got up those rookie numbers man that's i feel that Corey and i or specific Corey handles most of the social media behind gap street i do and he does a really good job of it if you dm me you're dming me yeah 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 i i got to a point where i logged out i had the gap street like in my list of accounts but i had to log out because i kept getting notifications and i was like (laughs) i just no (laughs) i just kept getting gap street notifications over and over again and i was just like all right i'll just let Corey take care of this (laughs) um 
but he so and Corey has kind of he's you've done a really good job of you know putting out polls on the on the Gab Street podcast just about every day, which I think is really nice because it allows the audience to help interact with us a little bit more. They get to a little bit know a little bit more about us. We get to a little know a little bit more about them. Dude, thanks. Um, yeah, and so and it's through uh, social media outreach that I feel like we managed to get the amount of listens, the amount of people listening to the podcast that we did so quickly. Amount of listens? Do we have an announcement to make? We ha- are. We about- have hit. Like over 500 outside of YouTube. So outside of YouTube. that is pretty much any podcasting service where you can listen to a podcast that isn't YouTube because for some reason YouTube analytics and Podbean analytics are not down, are not DTF right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so right now we're about 500 on, and all of the podcasting YouTube, we're around 270 something. something like that. So yeah. overall we're, we're about... A little low, we're about seven to eight hundred overall, which is pretty crazy considering we're about twelve episodes in. Yeah, this is episode uh, twelve. I know I say the numbers weird every single episode. Yeah, keeping that tradition up. We're at twelve. twelve. We're at twelve. Yeah, yeah. Thirteen yeah. weeks technically. Twelve. Thirteen Gab Street reasons why. Oh god. Oh no. I'm, I'm editing that out. I gotta take that. No. Out. <laughs> no. I gotta take no. that. No. No. Oh god. The show is bad. <laughs> The first season I never was like, watched it. I, and the fir- I watched the first season and the ending just kind of. Ha- it was like, I don't know. It was good, but it, there were moments of it that were like meh. But then I heard the second episode, the guy gets a broomstick shoved up his ass, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I have no, I did not know about that. Yeah, apparently this kid gets like bullied and it gets a broomstick shoved up his ass. Oh, it's pleasant. That's poor a- guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's just Harry Potter, isn't it? I mean, uh, that's, 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 that sounds like the premise for a Harry Potter porno, right there. I think some people moaning pay Myrtle. For that. <laughs> God damn it! They locked me in the toilets and I died. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Alright, fuck, I'm tired, dude. I'm so tired. I'm, I'm so- sorry, audience, if this episode is a little lower quality. We're kind of just spitting shit out. We gotta, we gotta lowball every once in a while. Bear with us. This should probably not be our, uh, the, the, the episode that's coming out I mean, the our, day our, of our uh, first voting ep- opening up. But... I mean, our, our first episode was pretty much just this. Yeah, pretty much. Minus Wednesday Crypto. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You were there in spirit. I, I knew you at the time. It was fine. Yeah. Actually, you did, yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny is, um... I listened to the first episode when it came out, and I was like, that'd be so cool if I could get on there, but I didn't want to ask. <laughs> and literally, like, not not more than a week after I thought that, you asked me. I was like, yes. <laughs> Dude, I'm the plug, man. You're the I'm plug. I'm the plug. That's You're the, the plug. way it is. Yeah, man. Uh, I want to get into something real quick. Yes. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about... We're going to talk two things kind of a little bit. So on the previous episode that we had Zayon, we also had a friend of ours, Luke Chioka. Luke. Luke Chioka. Uh, who I My no longer... My dad. The man is moving up in the world. <laughs> I know so I knew Luke uh, <laughs> prior to meeting Zay. And doing the podcast with him because him and I work together. Yeah, uh, we no longer work together, which is unfortunate. But he's moving up and doing stuff that he is he, moving up. He just got himself a nice job. Yeah, 
Yeah. You say that we don't, I don't have a nice job. Yeah. You got okay. a fucking terrible We're doing job. a job. Nice okay. It's <laughs> all that matters. I get Yoohoo's for 45 cents, my guy. Oh, that's pretty. Okay, you know what? Actually, I have worked at your job before, and I have to say, you got the best employee discount out of anywhere I've yeah. ever worked. Like, it's, it's actually amazing. It's pretty dope. That's but, pretty sweet. Um, nice. I can't. I'm going to gain like 100 pounds because I can't <laughs> go one shift. Without getting, without picking up like a yuhu and a crunch bar on my way out, like it's just like that's what happened today. Um, but anyway, back to what I was getting at. Uh, so I am putting a team together for something that's called the Forty Eight Hour Film Festival or Forty Eight Hour Film Competition. And how long is it? It it's forty. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, uh, so starting at least in the city, the Columbus uh, within the Columbus area. It starts evening of July 26th, and we have until the evening of July 28th to write, shoot, edit, and produce a video. Um, they give you a prompt. They give you a prompt in terms of they give you a character that needs to be used, a prop that needs to be used, and a line that needs to be said. And from there, you write your script, then you shoot it, then you edit it, and then you submit it by like 7.30 on July 28th. Uh, I was I sent out a thing on Instagram. I'm still looking for team members, so if you guys are interested, you can contact me directly through pretty much. I'm on pretty much all social media. If you just look up Gage Stifler, you'll find me. Um, but I you, might be involved too. Corey might be involved as an actor. So, we'll probably get Zayon to, to help yes. us out. We'll if you work, if you work with us, yeah, I'd have to request yeah. the time off. But honestly, that that sounds fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have and Luke uh, hit me up and he was just like. Because he does a lot of, he's been doing instrumental and some like cinematic instrumental stuff. So he hit Correct. me up. And he's like, I'd absolutely. He hit me up and he was like, I'd absolutely love to do some music for it, do a score for it. And I am a huge fan of Luke's work. His instrumentals are top notch. Top notch. Unlike any other thing I've seen out of an independent artist yeah. before. No offense, eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, None to <laughs> um, eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but so he's going to be helping us out. At least he, we plan to. He really wants to be a part of it. Um, he's going to be helping. I'm going to be probably directing the project. He's going to be helping out with some music and post production stuff. Um, but if you guys are interested in giving us a hand in either the writing process, the filming process, the post production process, and you actually have at least a good amount or decent experience in either of those three fields. years postgraduate work. <laughs> Entry level, at least job. associate's degree, and <laughs> and sociology. As le- at least a dissociative degree, at least. Um, <laughs> but no, if I'm you, just trying to throw you off now. That's all I'm doing. You're doing a good job of it. Uh, but if you have some experience in these fields and or like are looking to learn and just help out in general, you guys can contact me and we'll try to get a crew together. Uh, there is a hundred fifty dollar submission or uh, entry fee. But if we have a bunch of us in, then we should be able to disperse that no problem. So um, if we get every listener from Gab Street, we get fucking seven hundred people. It'll just be like <laughs> a cent per person. That's so. um, <laughs> no, but if we can get, I think I don't know how much the max is. It's somewhere between ten to fifteen people. But if we can get at least ten people in the crew, I'd be happy because then cool. we can create like a pretty decent project. Yes. Um, I've got some other people I'm in contact with that helped us out a lot with some outage couch work and uh, another. Guy that I know uh, who's really good uh, is uh, Josh Mudrick, who's another talented filmmaker, um, who actually got in the top twenty-five for the uh, Columbia or the Ohio Youth Art Exhibition, which I got into regionals for. 
he actually won the top 25 and is actually on their webpage and everything. That's his, pretty his work is um, absolutely, like, his cinematics are amazing. Um, he might be helping us out. Um, but, yeah, I'd like to get a team locked down by June 1st. That's my goal. Because I think, yeah, July... Uh, I think at the beginning of July is when they start upping the entry fee. So because, you know, last minute they're going to yeah. charge you more. So. But right now it's 150 so the sooner I can get a team together, the better. So, audience, your schedule now is May 1st, vote for us. June 1st, be on Gage's team. All right. No, by June 1st, but the actual production and everything is going to be Ju- July 22nd. Or July, sorry, July 26th. Not July 26th through July 28th is the actual production cycle. Yeah. Um, but you guys are interested. Get on that. You know where to find me. Get on that. And earlier we were talking about this is a transition, by the way. We we were talking about some some pretty dope music. Talking about Luke, talking talking about his film scores and stuff. I went to a recital today. You did. I did. Uh, it was up in Worthington. It was a I recital a for a buddy of mine. Do you have a, a cousin? A cousin there. What's what's uh? Is there a certain Worthington aspect about them? Or anything? Or are they just kind of there? I don't know what that means. Does Worthington have an aspect? I have no idea. Is there a Worthington attitude? Dude, I gotta find this out. We're I doing think research. It's probably the same as like Hilliard or Dublin. It's probably, probably like within that. All right. I would say it's probably within that area or Grove City. But I was at this recital and there's a church up there, it's uh, St. John's Episcopal Church. And this man, Abik Mazumder, who is in our grade in high school, Gage Nice grade. Uh, he is basically a piano prodigy. He's been playing piano since he was three or four years old, I believe. I think he's also playing at our graduation. I'm not 100%. I know he, I heard he auditioned. Yeah. And oh, if he auditioned, he's getting in. Yeah, because yeah. a friend For of mine, sure. Ruth Bergenthal, she also auditioned, but they were like, fuck you, and she got and Jeez. But here's the thing, like, yeah, because... Um, they, she did a song, and they were like, we don't uh, want, like, poppy music. But they didn't specify what kind of music they were went with. But, like, hmm. I can still kind of see if they went with a beak, why they would, because it's like, yeah. if he's doing, like, more cla- classical piano stuff. Then well, today he was playing Bach, he was playing Beethoven, he was yeah. playing Russian composers, you know. And <clears throat> I was there for about an hour, it was like, from three to four today. It was beautiful music, uh, and I could not have any more respect uh, for this guy's talent. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I guess this is the official announcement for this, but he and I are planning on creating some sort of musical project this summer. Uh, and I don't know what the name of it's going to be or anything like that. All I know is that I'm releasing it under Cordonic. So hopefully we'll be putting out at least like a five track EP or something like that. And I'll be doing some sample work with his piano playing. And, uh, I'll be rapping on it too, and it'll be great. So, That's exciting. Thank you. Yeah, I, hopefully, <clears throat> at least during the production process for it, uh, hopefully we can put some previews of it in, like transition music in an episode or something, so that you guys can check it out early. So that'd be cool. You know. Yeah. So we're planning on doing that. I also did something else today, so I'm very exciting. And that Gage and Zay, you, you both should go with me too. It's happening again in June. 
It is the German Villar- village. Village. German village. I'm going to make fun of you because you made fun of me last episode because I said fucking... Taking some voters. 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 Villagers. Villagers. But uh, it's the German Village Makers Market, and it's really dope. It is so sweet because it's a bunch of... What can we expect of, to see? What can we expect to see? It is a bunch of local artisans. They're setting up tents in the parking lot of the ACLU building, uh, which is on the corner of City Park Drive Avenue, whatever that is, Gap Street. Uh, and ha, you plugged us. Ha, that's good funny. meme. It's Fuck a corner. Eat shit, uh, <laughs> dude. What are the Gap Street memes? I want Gap Street memes. Gap Street. We'll start making some Gap Street, Gap Street memes. meme format. It's on the corner of City Park and Thurman. And I went there today, went out and checked out some of the some of the creators there. I'm currently wearing a sweatshirt made by Fringe Brand. You can find them at uh, at Fringe Brand uh, on st- on uh, Instagram. They actually put me on their story today, uh, tagging us as Gab Street Podcast. So that was pretty cool. But follow German Village Makers Market, all one word on Instagram. Uh, they. Seriously, it's one of the coolest local events uh, that we have around here. No corporate nonsense. There's just completely local artisans, local food, local everything. If you are trying to get into local business, this is what you need to see. It's like German Comfest? Basically. No, it's a lot smaller than Comfest. It's one parking lot. You can walk around it in five minutes, you know. But Really? Yeah. Hmm. So it's really nice and tight, you know. You can just walk around. You can sample everything in half an hour. Really? You know? So I wasn't there for that long today. So it's not a huge time commitment either. And if you contact them, I don't know what the what the deal is with their, uh, with their venue handling or anything like that. But I imagine it's not extremely hard to get a stand there. So if you are a local business owner and you're looking to push your products uh, like uh, artisans, goods, uh, food, like cookies and stuff like that, uh, contact them. Seriously, because there's nothing you can lose from this, you know. One... One product I would like to plug today is possibly the most delicious tea, iced tea, I have ever drank in my entire life. And it is manufactured right here in Columbus. Uh, This is a company called KT. It is K-E-I space T. Holy shit, guys. This stuff is actually... I'm not lying right now. I'm not doing a commercial. It's tasty. It is so tasty. So tasty. What kind of what kind of tea they got? They got different flavors. They they got different flavors. They had four out there today. One of them was like pear, honey, black tea. I think uh, another one was uh, mint, citrus, or something like that. It tasted like you were chewing on a mint leaf, which I love. Do they got mango? I fuck hard with mango. I think they do. I think they might. Nice. Yeah, they got they got teas for all kinds. So you know, nice. it's, honestly, if you have a thirst and you need to quench that thirst and you're like hey I like tea go get some KT I do like some iced tea man yes gotta check it out nothing quite gets me out nothing quite gets me out on the dance floor like a nice pot of sweet tea Mike would not like that <laughs> Mike's a proud we fought a, man we fought a war we so that we don't war. have to drink sweet tea it's true but hey you know what the cooler thing about KT is it is sweet tea 
No high fructose corn syrup. Hey. No fructose. No fructose. No high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> isn't that a red? Isn't fructose? Uh, I saw. I saw like something. Fuck toast. Fuck toast. Uh, I saw. Um, I think it was like a Reddit page or something. It was like high fructose corn syrup, and it just like it was like, oh god, that's. Cool. I like that. That's good. But drink this tea for real. I know I just spent like ten minutes talking about it, but. Yeah, drink it. It's very good. You seen those? That, remember the SpongeBob episode where he's like with the old guy with the energy drink commercial? No, like, it's radical. Wait, I Am feel I like I should one? know this. You fucking uncultured piece of shit. How wow. could you not? I'm just kidding, I dude. Like seventy percent of my brain matter is SpongeBob references. Literally, okay. At my last job, literally, me and this one guy I worked with, all we would do is just quote SpongeBob. That's all we would do. Just do nothing but quit Spongebob. That's great. And my manager. What do you know about Spongebob, my guy? I don't know. I miss almost all those cultural references because I grew up without uh, cable. Yeah. Like, when I was younger, I had a, like a like a VHS player. And we used to go to Hollywood. You remember Hollywood movie, bro? Yes, Hollywood like, movie. Hollywood movie was like it was like it tried to be the next blockbuster and then just fucking like it was like they like they're trying to follow blockbuster but then they tripped on the curb and ate shit. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, they went out of business business a long time ago. Yeah, there was one over in Hilliard, over on Fishinger Boulevard, mm-hmm. where it, I think now it's an esports arena. I think mm-hmm. that's where the esports game arena is now. Um, but yeah, it was, which is, I think it was funny because I'm pretty sure it was originally, that building was originally a blockbuster Yeah. and then it switched to Hollywood video and now it's again, now it's the gate that building has gone through a lot of phases over the past few years. Um, there's a, I know there's a lot of family videos, like video shops over near on like the West side and like lower income areas because you know, not a lot of people can afford the 10 bucks a month for Netflix or for Hulu or something, Yeah. but yeah. they can ab- afford like a couple bucks to rent a DVD or something for sure. So, but which I get, and it's, it's interesting yeah. to like see that those places are still around. And apparently, I don't know if it's still around. I remember seeing a vice documentary that there was a blockbuster that still exists up in Alaska Yep. because yeah. the internet there is so shit that that's their main source <laughs> of getting like new movies. You know, I kind of miss <clears throat> that man. Like just walking in. Blockbuster and, was fucking cool, dude. Like sometimes you just found movies yeah. that you would have never watched before, but it's mm-hmm. just right there in your face and you're like, okay. Yeah. I still remember the door opening noise. It's like, ding, yeah. you remember that? It has such a unique, it has such a distinct smell, too. Yeah. You knew you were in a blockbuster by the smell. What did it smell like, Zay? What did it smell like? It smelled like chemicals. Mystery meat, popcorn, and chemicals. Oh, popcorn and chemicals, yeah. Yeah, because they would sell popcorn, too. Ah, memories. Yeah. I love it. But it was cool. <laughs> yeah, I have the, I remember I bought a copy of the, like, 2006 CGI Ninja Turtle movie on blo- at Blockbuster. <laughs> uh, this is, yeah. I still have that. To, I still have it. Nice. I haven't watched it in ever because it's like a very the movies. This is weird. Do you guys mind if I do story time real quick? You do story time. Story time. Let's go. Let's get a story time. Okay, I got a quick story for y'all. Do you? So I met. This is probably the most famous person I've met outside of a VIP ticket situation. 
where they were just kind of like there and I said hi to them and they interacted with me directly. Kanye. Kanye. Yeah. There's new Kanye. New, uh, new Kanye. old Kanye was in the back, but, uh, yeah. no, um, but I was at, so if y'all know senseless, this is not who I'm talking about, but senseless is a great dude. And Jacob Engel. Yeah, Jacob Engel. Ang- not Langle. Engel. No, I didn't say Langle. Jacob Engel, my guy. But he makes great music. I've been listening to his music. His, uh, his uh, for, for like years, his, his album, Living on Land, is unskippable, in my opinion. I've had that on repeat for a long time. Yeah. But anyway, this was at the release party at Used Kids Records for Senseless's latest EP, uh, which I am currently forgetting what is what it is called. I need to do it justice and look it up right here. One. This is the part where we cut out the intermediate bit where Corey searches for his EP title. Okay, I'm not joking when I say this. It's called Yeah Whatever. So I'm not just being an asshole and dismissing it. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a, it's a great EP. I love that it's pretty EP. Good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that stuff. And I was at the party for it. And this was back in, like, December 2017. And I was just there, and there were a bunch of people chilling there, a bunch of people I knew. And, I mean, it was at a record shop. It was a great time. It was a great party. I loved it. And they were all like, let's go to Blockbuster. Exactly, yeah. And the door opened, and they made the noise. Yep. And uh, I was back at home. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but they were going to do a show afterward at a Rumba Cafe across the street. Rumba. Rumba, Yes. And Senseless was going to be performing there, obviously, because it was his album release. Hafrican performed there. Shout out Hafrican. You're a good artist as well. Um, I hope to have you on the podcast at some point. That'd be pretty dope. But uh, then also someone that uh, was pretty surprising on the roster was Milo, who has done a song with Bus Driver called Worlds to Run. Uh, Milo... His name on Instagram is at Rory Farted, <laughs> which is pretty great. That's what the fuck. I know. This is so like I don't know why. Nowhere. This is it's... Fu- it's so far out of left field. <laughs> I'm sure there's some explanation to it, but, oh, but Rory probably farted. He probably did. Yeah, Rory McIlroy, the golfer, dude. That probably that guy probably farts a lot, or just farts in general. Jack Nicholas went to our high school, and that's why they'll never tear down the old middle school that used to be the old high school. So I met Milo. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm fucking ADD as shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been throwing you off all episode. I'm tired, man. At the party, this dude walks up to me, and he's got kind of longish hair, and he's real tall. And I didn't recognize him. I didn't know who he was at the time. And he's like, what's good, man? And we do... The handshake where it's like you interlock your thumbs. So it's kind of like what we do all the time, mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. You know, you wrap your hands around each other and then like your thumbs wrap around each other and then you wrap your fingers around each other afterward. I don't know how to like and visually you grab his cock and you just vigorous. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. That's what happened and I never speak to him again. <laughs> no. But this dude clearly knows how to make an impression on someone because. Here, I'll demonstrate it on you first, say. So what he did was, he did the thing where he wrapped the thumb around, and as he hit it there, he snapped. While our hands were holding each other, and however you say, phrase that. And Corey lactated and came at the same time. Exactly. I was on the floor writhing. It was insane. This dude snaps, and I'm like, what the hell just happened? Like, I gave him the handshake. He snaps during the handshake, 
my whole world collapsed for like half the world, five seconds. Half the world turned to dust. Exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, dude, he was wearing this weird glove. And it was like so no, it was, unexpected. But. He, like, he did I, it here. I'll do it again. That. Isn't it weird? Like, yeah. and then he, I can't stop for shit. Yeah, but like, yeah. he did it right there. And I was like, "Who are you? And why are you <laughs> mystical? Like, you're you're like a magician." And uh, I was like, "You're cool. Like, nice to meet you. Whatever your name is." And I walked away for a second. And Senseless walks up to me, and he's like, "Dude, you just met Milo." And I'm like, "What?" He's like, "That guy over there." And I'm like, "Yeah, that guy." And he's like. Dude, that's Milo. And I'm like, you mean like bus driver Milo? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? So I walked over there and I was like, dude, my apologies. You are way too cool to not have recognized at that moment. So shout out Milo. You know how to make a first impression. You know how to snap. Uh, that was cool. I remember that. I remember that after two years. That's pretty cool. Two, one and a half, really. But, you know, it's pretty dope. That's my story. That's all I had. Oh yeah, then I met the uh, one of the guys who founded the Insane Clown Posse. What? <laughs> yeah, that's probably the story I should have told first. Uh, that <laughs> so, had nothing to do with Blockbuster. I'm disappointed. I'm sorry. I know. This, I if know. it doesn't have anything to do with Blockbuster, I just zone out. <sighs> Fucking well, magnets. Uh, how do they? Work? How do they work? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you don't care, cover your ears for a minute. Uh, no, but I want to hear about magnets. So. When, uh, this was after the party. I went into Rumba Cafe. Concert, Roomba Cafe. Uh, Roomba, whatever the fuck. It's not cleaning my floors, but uh, we're having a great time. Voters, so you just said. Veilers. Eat shit. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the concert's going great. Great show. Senseless is a fantastic performer, as always. Uh, I didn't get to stay for Milo's set, sadly. But uh, African killed it as well. And the MC for that night was Grant Gatsby. Real cool dude, and we uh, were just kind of chopping it up on the back patio, and uh, you know it was a concert vibe. Everybody was just kind of hanging out, talking to each other. And Grant Gatsby's like, "Hey, I want you to meet," and that's what I heard. And I'm like, "Hey, that's pretty cool. How are you doing?" <laughs> and uh, and then what I heard afterward was. Insane Clown Posse. And I was like, huh? And normally, now, no disrespect to Juggalos, but whenever I hear, most contexts in which I hear Insane Clown Posse and those words put together, somebody's telling a joke, which is kind of a sad reality because you guys are actually pretty cool uh, when it comes to a lot of things. But... Uh, I heard that and I laughed, and there was the first mistake. <laughs> so he's like, "Man, insane clown posse," and I was like, "Haha!" And then he was like, "What the fuck did you just laugh at?" And I said, "Oh shit!" And uh, Grant Gatsby was like, "Did you just hear me?" And the other dude was getting angry, and I'm like, "I'm sorry, who are you?" <laughs> and he said, "Dude." I'm one of the guys who founded Insane Clown Posse in my basement. I was like, what? And I apparently met that guy, and I slinked out of there pretty fast. <laughs> you pissed him off? I, I'm probably on a shit list right now. He doesn't even know who I am. He's just like, that fucking kid. Like, he's not, now it's public. Now, they totally could have been bullshitting me, and it totally could not have been the dude. They could have. Did he have yeah. the makeup on? No, he did not. Oh. He did not have the makeup The world will never know. It will never know. <laughs> Bill Murray told me he'll, nobody will ever believe me. 
but yeah, like, I love that whole thing where like Bill Murray or is it Bill is it Bill Murray? It's Bill Murray. Is it where he'll just go up to people in restaurants, take a fry, and like eat it, and just look at them and say, "People will never believe you." <laughs> I love that. No, I bet the insane clown posse guy could do that, but that's that was just a bit of a mind fuck in in my life so far. So oh, every, everything happened that night. It was strange. Uh, you guys got any stories? Got any stories. cool stories? Um, if not, I have one more. Cool stories, man. Yeah. No, my life's pretty fucking boring. All right, that's cool. So, like... story time. <laughs> <laughs> this is Corey's episode. Secret time. Secret uh, time. Shout out fucking Bert Kreischer. It's funny. But, uh, story time again. I think it was that same night, as far as I remember. Oh, hell. I lost it. No, no, no. Not the same night. So I went and saw Brother Ali in concert. And uh, if you don't know who Brother Ali is and you like hip-hop at all, go check out Brother Ali because he has a very wholesome message and he's a great dude. And I met him in person and a very genuine guy. I saw his five... uh, uh, What's it called? Uh, Five Fingers of Death freestyle on the way. That shit was great. I actually never saw that. I gotta check that out. I don't know much about Brother Ali, but uh, that was the first I've heard him and... I always come back to that. It's, it's good. He's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I met him. We got VIP tickets, and I went up and met him. And I had seen him once beforehand at, uh, at the Newport, and he said something on stage because I was at a weird, like, body image moment in my life at that point where I was like, yeah, I'm, I feel like shit all the time. Like, I, I feel like I never look good. And at that point, I was at that concert, and, and something he said on stage, he was like, It was a simple message, like, everybody's somebody, you know? But it just resonated with me so hard. And it's been a very long time since anything else has done that for me. And so I meet him again. Or I didn't meet him the first time. I met Dem Atlas that night. Shout out Dem Atlas. You're pretty dope. But uh, I finally actually met Brother Ali. The next concert I saw him at the A&R Bar. And we were doing the VIP meetup. And I was all like, hey, what's up, man? And he was like, hey... And I was like, your brother Ali. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, dude, you make me feel good. <laughs> you make my insides feel good. You, you make me feel warm and fuzzy. But I, I told him. good on the inside. Yeah. But I told him about that night where I was like, dude, you said this thing on stage. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm a millionaire now. And I'm just kidding. But like, I, 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 feel, <laughs> I feel like a million bucks, you know. Like, I, I felt great after that. And uh, I just kind of stared at him for a minute. <laughs> like, I, honestly, like I was starstruck and I've only ever been starstruck with two people. And that's been Brother Ali and uh, Aesop Rock. But I was just kind of looking at him and, uh, and just saying just like, hey, you're Because he can't see. Yeah, he is legally blind. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, he, he could tell I was staring. I think very it's intently. one of those things. I think he, he can, I might be mistaken, but I think it's, he's legally blind, but it's one of those things where he can still like. He's aware, generally, of what's around yeah. him. Like, he can see, like, shapes. Yeah. For the most part, I think. At least this is what I've read. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, one of those things where, like, even though, like, if you're... I always figured, like, growing up, it's, like, legally blind. It's, like, oh, you just can't see anything. Mm-hmm. But, like, no, you can still, like, be able to see some things. Yeah. Like, mostly, like, kind of just general shapes and, like, see where things are. And his irises were red. Because he's albino. Mm-hmm. So... That was uh, that that contributes to it. I, I, just, I find that the idea of humans being albino, I find that 
that concept interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he pulls it off, I guess. I don't know. Like, he's he's been very successful in spite of that. He's a blind Muslim albino man who makes bopping tunes. Exactly. But I I just kind of sit there, like, lauding him to his face for a minute. And he's a modest guy. You know, he's humble. So he he doesn't really like that, I don't think. But um, after about 30 seconds of that, he's like, can we take a picture? (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> I felt he wanted so to take bad. a picture with Cordonic. Yeah, like, he took. Yeah, a, yeah he. Uh, I gave he, him my autograph. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, he used his spiritual powers to look into the future and saw that you were going to make it big mm. as a SoundCloud rapper. Yeah, that would be pretty. You hit it right on the nail, dude. Right on the head. Perfect. I Thanks. Did you get a picture? I did get a picture. It's pretty. Yes. Cool. It's on your Instagram, isn't it? It is on my Instagram. It's pretty mm. dope. Thank you. I want to like wait in line to see Kanye, and then when I see him, offer him my autograph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do have I do have a story. It's kind of it's like kind of short, so it's just like relating to like music and like experiencing cool shit there. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first concert ever was Joan Jett, my, uh, oh my which was like it was pretty intense. Uh, mm-hmm. But this is like, but it wasn't, I don't know, it's it's like, it's hard to consider that my first concert, because it wasn't necessarily a Joan Jett concert, it was at the Ohio Zucchini Fest, and she just happened to be performing there. What the hell? Yeah. What uh, brought you to the Ohio Zucchini Fest? My dad was like, hey, Joan Jett's playing at the Zucchini Fest, you want to go? And I was like, and I was like fucking 10 years old, and I was like, fuck yeah, I want to go. That's a venue. Yeah, um, (laughs) it's like the middle of nowhere. You should get, you should book there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that. That should be your first show. It's the in the middle. Of, it's literally in the middle of nowhere. The Zucchini Fest. I mean, could I get on? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Maybe. I can't imagine. But anyway, I, my my first official like real concert was uh, Breaking Benjamin. I grew up listening to a lot of rock music, um, so I went to Breaking. This is my 14th birthday. Uh, my dad got me. My, my dad and I went to go see Breaking Benjamin. It was really cool. Near the end of the show, they did this thing where they had. Uh, they turned off all the lights in the venue. This is when it was the uh, the LC before it turned into the Express Live. Hmm. Uh, this is when put it back when it was the LC Pavilion. They turned out all the all the lights uh, in the arena in the arena, and had everybody uh, hold up the flashlights on their phone. Hmm. And so that was what lit the stage nice. for one of their songs. That's cool. And they did this whole thing. is like, if it wasn't for you guys, this stage would be completely dark. And it was like, it was cheesy, but at the same time, it was like, that's pretty fucking intense. Yeah. Um, that's kind of cool. It's, it's, it's stuff like that that just kind of shows how much, like, artists have appreciation for their fans. And it's like, if, if you don't have, if you're not appreciate, appreciative of the people that are backing your product, like, backing your product and backing what you're trying to accomplish Mm. then like what's the point like if you don't if you are not i feel like it's important to show appreciation for the people that put you where you are and that's what i think they did here zay you're a god you brought you you bring us places zay you're a straight god that's what we're about hell yeah yes i don't think i deserve any of that but thank you it's all good man you do And it's I, all here. And we're very appreciative of those who listen to the podcast and give us feedback because it's it helps push us to want to continue doing this even more and broaden our horizons. Exactly. And something that... Uh, one last topic I want to get to is what this podcast does for us. And I'm going to speak on what it does for me personally. 
<clears throat> first off, when th- th- this podcast, if somebody has listened to it and talks to me about it, it enriches the conversation so deeply because all of the exp- expository talk has been taken away, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. The conversation is already started because they heard this and they want to go deeper into it with me and it's so convenient socially. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, we, like when we talked about uh, civilian privacy on the very first episode, mm-hmm. people were all like, hey, I'll listen to your episode. Let's talk more about that. So now it's not all like, hey, how you doing? Like, you know, it's just... Right, yeah. There's no more small talk and it's great. And also, this podcast allows me to meet the coolest people, mm-hmm. you know? Because, I mean, Dante is really cool and I love Dante and I've loved him every time I've seen him. But we have not, without the opportunity to bring him on here and without the platform. You probably wouldn't have interacted with him otherwise. Exactly. It would have been uh, interacting with him at, at his presentations and be like, hey, that was cool. And yeah. then leaving like a fan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But now I feel like I have a true, like we, ha- we haven't talked a lot, but I feel like he is a true friend of ours. He's a friend of the show. Exactly. Yeah. And that is very important to me and, and you, I think. Yeah, and it's... I am always someone that's always kind of looking for a creative outlet in some way, shape, or form, whether it's with this podcast or it's with the video projects that I do. If I'm not working on something creatively, then it's like... Then I'm just not happy. Yeah. I find happiness in, you know, being productive. In this very fulfilling. Yeah. It is. <clears throat> um, and so it's working on this stuff and the fact that when people, you know, come up to us or they message us saying, hey, I really enjoyed your episode. I'm really enjoying your podcast. And it makes it even better when, like, people on their own volition will, like, post, like, shout us out on their Instagram or Snapchat stories. Yeah. That's, like, insane to me that people go to the extent to do that. And it's, like, I can't I can't thank you all enough for doing that and for listening to the show. And it's unreal. Shout out everybody who engages us uh, on Instagram and such. Yeah. I love talking to you guys. Uh, shout out, I'm, g- I'm going to give a few names that are going to come off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Minor Figure, uh, you are super cool. We've been talking lately. You're part of Revolter Pictures. Uh, I think it's hilarious that uh, your your Revolter Pictures profile picture is a burned down Bob Evans. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that just tickles me in a funny way and it's totally wrong, but I think it's hilarious. Uh, shout out TJ Stouffer once again, my cousin, super big supporter on us. Uh, we really appreciate that. Uh, we, we would like to uh, collaborate with F- FTCR at some point. I believe that's what the uh, what the acronym for it was. But may, maybe something could happen there. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, any other names you can think of right now? Uh, Emilongo. Emilongo. Mia, Mia Magnone. Yes, Mia Magnone. Um, you message us. About episode two. We appreciate yeah. that. Um, Zay, Zay Crypto. Zay yes. Crypto. Yes, of course. We can, Zay, always try, yes. we can always rely on this guy to freaking shout us out. Dude, okay. This motherfucker right here made people at his work, made strangers, I think, made a baby. A fucking a, baby yeah. say promote our, our podcast. That was such a fun day, dude. I said... <laughs> <laughs> You would not believe the looks on our faces. Yeah, yeah. when we I saw wish that, I could man. See that. Yeah, that, yeah. We were. I think this is when we were still on vacation, and yeah, you, you sent me this, and I yeah. was just like, "What the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck?" I was going insane. Okay, so 
I mean, keep doing that. But like, just, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. As long as you do that, <laughs> we are happy. That's very good. I mean, we're happy anyway. You don't have to do that. Dude, I but. actually I actually think I got to, like, I'm, I'm learning how to how to do some marketing. Yeah. And I think I might have a knack for it. I could be wrong, but okay. it feels like it's something I could do very easily. All right. We appreciate that, man. Yeah. Is there anything else we want to hit on before we sign off? Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and thank Green Room again for sponsoring the episode. Yes, thank you. And I'm going to thank Full Send for providing the tunes. And Uh, be sure to vote for us. This episode is actually coming out uh, the day that voting starts. Yes, Yes, vote, vote, vote. On Columbus Podcast Awards. So I know we're tired this episode, and we kind of just fucking... Let me get a... So, you know... Just kind of shooting the shit, you know? Yeah, but... I would like to make a... Quick shout out. If that's yeah, go ahead. Please go to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, Luke Chioka, um, who's yes. been mentioned before, my guy. He's my um, he's starting to look to expand like into the Columbus music scene, and he's 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 thinking about um, it's still in the works. He he's gonna figure out some sort of price, some sort of agreement. But he wants to start mixing and mastering all your songs, and I know I'm biased, but I think Luke is one of the best producers in Columbus, like, honestly. I've only met him once uh, from the episode that we did, and I've listened, he showed us some tracks of his, and I've been listening to his stuff. I agree with you Yeah. on his tracks. Mm-hmm. He's got a real talent. Like, he's got the he's got the ear for it, and... and he's got the passion for it, too, which li- like, is really important. He's yeah. always learning just the, the littlest amount of shit that just adds to his track. Like, he was showing me, um... He was showing me uh, how to mix 808s, and he was showing me how to sidechain the 808s and the kicks so that when the kick came in, the frequency, the low frequencies from the 808 dropped down. And, like, that's some stuff I wasn't even thinking about. That's pretty sweet. I, like, I'm still amateur when it comes to production. I can make a basic instrumental. I think I can do, like, standard mixing and mastering. Like, I can make my stuff sound listenable. But what Luke can do to your tracks is insane. It'll actually take your quality to a level that is close, if not professional. So if you want to find him on social media, uh, his twi- his Instagram handle is L-U-K-E, Luke, dot Chioka, C-H-I-O-C-C-A. So yep. uh, search that shit up, DM him, do whatever, get him on your radar, and... Uh, I mean, I, I, I know we, we're, we sound biased, but for real, we really do believe what we're saying uh, in the quality of his work. And we think that everybody could stand to benefit from him doing better. Yeah, man. I think, um, I think that he could really help elevate a lot of people's art yeah. in the underground scene. Um, I, really, I really think he needs to get more out there and start interacting with um, people. I mean, I do too. Honestly, until I met you guys, me and Luke, we were just kind of chilling. Like, we weren't talking to anybody. We were just two friends making music mm-hmm. um, with the hope that maybe one day someone would want to listen to it. But, uh. I fuck hard with your shit, B. Yeah. Hell so at yeah. least. Yes. Hell yeah. I'm kind of still there with my Cordonic. I don't promote it enough. 
Uh, yes. So I feel that. Actually, yeah. uh, that track uh, with that I made on your instrumental is coming out soon. Yeah, yes. it's done. It's it, the mixing yes. is done. It, it Luke is mastering it currently. I don't know how long that'll take, but as soon as he sends me the master, I'm dropping that shit. Hell yeah. We'll so. be we'll be bump, bumping that on here too. Yeah, nice. new, new track with Corey uh, with Corey's instrumental coming soon. I made the beat, son. Yeah, yeah. Columbus original. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's sign off, man. All right, that was a good episode. Thank you very much, Zay, for being on here. Yeah, thanks for bringing me on, guys. This is fun. Yeah. We appreciate you. Don't right. forget to talk to Gage about Forty Eight yes. Hours Film me Festival, up. and don't forget to talk to Abik about his recital if he would like to. Uh, beautiful music uh, honestly we're gonna make some stuff together his Instagram is I worship chick Korea it is all one word <laughs> I think that's hilarious it's great uh, and we hope you have a great week vote for us vote we for will us, put yes. the link to the voting in there vote for us and we'll put it on everything yes we'll see you next week and remember kids incest porn is just normal porn if you turn the volume down